Welcome to a very special episode of Hanging with the Homies. It's very, uh, it's very special because we haven't done one of these in a while. I'm, I'm Josh. I'm joined with me as, as very frequently as I like to say, is Miles. What's up, buddy? What up, homies? How are so we all doing? How are we doing this? <laughs> yeah, it's been a minute. We haven't just, like, hung out every time. It's like, oh, did you watch that movie? Yes. Okay, let's talk about it. <laughs> this is just a free-form... My biggest news right now is I'm wearing three pairs of glasses. Check it out. One, we got the blue light block, block the blue light blockers. Two, we got the sunglasses. Three, we have my prescriptions. Going back on again, that's prescriptions, sunglasses, and blue light blockers, all on my face. You hear that, people? You jealous? <laughs> this man's this man's vision right now is top notch. <laughs> If only they made glasses that did all three of these functions. <laughs> a little like peek behind the curtain here. If you, if the, maybe this is your first hanging with the homies episode. What a hanging with the homies episode is is once in a while, me and Miles hang out online because we live about four hundred miles apart. But that doesn't stop us from hanging out because the fucking internet exists. So we just <laughs> FaceTime. And we did this for so long that we started saying to each other, we have really interesting or fun conversations. We should start recording these and just putting them out once in a while. So this won't necessarily have anything to do with movies. I mean, movies might come up. Usually movies, musics, or shows or something winds up getting talked about. We'll also talk about just casual life shit or whatever on our mind or sometimes really philosophical stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Occasionally. Very, very rarely. (laughs) Um, but yeah, yes, but usually how it takes place is one of us just texts the other and goes, I'm not doing anything tonight. Want to hang out? And then it's like, yeah, <laughs> we're recording this or not. Sometimes we do. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we record it and decide we should not share it with the public. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One time we recorded and got about halfway through and said, we got to erase all of this. <laughs> <laughs> And I'd say we probably have four of these episodes that haven't even been released yet. <laughs> probably. I, I don't know. I feel like we're pretty caught up overall. No, no. I think I have at least three or four that <laughs> I just... Oh, really? They, they take a little bit to edit because I have to make sure we didn't say anything a little too free-spirited. <laughs> <laughs> and by we, he means me. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> I'm on my fifth beer of the night, so we'll see how this all goes. But yeah, I mean, uh, what's been up, buddy? How's the how's life been going? Oh, I mean, you know, like, there's times where you have fun, happy conversations, and there's times where you don't in real life, and uh, my mom had heart surgery this week, so that was about as exciting as one can imagine, but she's home now, she's fine, she's prancing around like nothing happened, so all is well. Yeah. Shout out to Ma Dukes. Yeah. Yeah, she's cool, She's, she's doing good. So that's been my week, is me being very concerned about it, and then it being done, and now here I sit before you. A happy man. Yeah. Hell yeah. A lot of Game of Thrones yeah. this week, too. A lot of Game of Thrones. It's yeah, good show. Miles, Miles dipping back into the, the GOT. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, we don't have to talk about it, but it seems like we're here now. You haven't gotten very far in Game of Thrones. No, no. What happened was A, fantasy, medieval timesy type of stuff isn't super... My bag, I don't have anything against it. It's just nothing I've ever really experienced in long form. 
that really like grabs me. I think the, the, the things that I've watched the most of would probably be like Lord of the Rings. Um, and I'm not like a super Lord of the Rings. Like, I don't know. I don't know Lord of the Rings the way I know Marvel or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but I appreciate them and I like them and I'm not against them. And I would, wa- I would definitely watch it. I watched the first three episodes, um, like right, I think right after season two came out or started or wrapped, my brother like put them on a flash drive for me. And I remember thinking, this show's a little all over the place. Yeah. So I just couldn't get into it because, but I mean, even like, I feel like it. the first few episodes were edited wrong because there were things happening that didn't make logical sense. Yeah, there's, like, some characters in it that are siblings are banging, and in the initial cuts of it, they didn't reveal that they were related. Like, they just were like, oops, we forgot to mention that. We assumed everybody read the books, but they didn't. So later cuts, actually, after it aired, they put in, like, little, like, off-screen, you hear people talking, like, did you know they're brother and sister? No way they are. Like, they put shit like that. Well, I don't even mean storyline-wise. I mean logistically people being where they're not supposed to be in time hmm. like the the main guy ned stark right mm-hmm. he's the main guy the first season at least i know what happens to ned yeah <laughs> same thing that happens to him and everything <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> spoiler alert there will be spoilers in game of thrones i mean so season one of game of thrones came out like 10 years ago fuck off 12 <laughs> it's been 12 years since this shit came out anyway go on um he leaves with the king, right? The guy from A Knight's Tale, the fat guy, who I love. Um, and he's going from his kingdom, right, where where Ned Stark lives, to that like main kingdom, Winterfell, with yes. with the king, with the king, right? And they're on like a journey, and they stop and have like cheese or some shit at some point. Yep. So he's on this journey, and they make it say he's going to be gone for a long time. A month is the journey itself. Journey, is right? a month. They say at one point something happens and they go to Ned Stark's wife and they're like, we need to get your husband back. And she's like, we can't. He's far away. And then his daughter goes missing in the woods, right? right? She's with him. Oh, is she? All right. Maybe that's what I missed. Because then they show him searching. But I feel like they show him searching with everyone else. No, it's just him and his king's guard, and like everybody's looking for them. There's a whole event that happens between two of the daughters and the prince, and uh, the the younger daughter she scurries off into the woods because she's gonna be in trouble, and then uh, everyone goes out looking for her. They're not. They're still on the king's road. They call it something about big wolves. <laughs> There's big wolves. There's a bunch of big wolves in this show. Yeah, they do anything cool. Fuck yeah, they do. They're big wolves. They? Of course right. they do. Yeah. <laughs> I have well, that's the thing. I have seen stuff to where I'm like, fuck yeah, I'd watch this. Like I texted you the other day and I saw a fight. And tell me if I get these names right. Arya Stark. That's I know the, that's the a, middle I, girl that disappeared. I know that's yep. a name. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the the little one that turns into a badass, right? That is correct. Yes. I saw her have a like sparring match with Gwendola Christie. What's her name in the show? Brienne of Toth. Oh really? She's not the giant or whatever. <laughs> no, she's not the mountain, but she uh, she she has some some fucking moves. Let me tell you. She doesn't have a title like that or anything though. Brienne of Tarth. She is uh, because she's a woman. She can't be a knight, so she's on her constant quest to prove herself as a great warrior, even though she's a woman. Is she like a royal guard though? Eventually. Yeah. Isn't there? There's the mountain, right? Which is the big 
big, super big dude. I've seen okay. him. He's a oh, large man. Yeah, he's he's. Uh, they literally replaced the actor with the world's strongest man, the guy who won the yeah. strongman contest. And, Why did uh, they replace him? Did the other guy do something wrong? The other guy didn't do anything wrong. He just wasn't as big and intimidating. How did? Yeah. Does the does someone else become the mountain? Is no, that like a title that, is, that gets passed on? No, it's just that guy. He is the mountain because he's the biggest and strongest dude, and he's brutal and he's mean, and he has two brain cells, and when you rub them together, it swings a sword. Now Arya Stark, she goes on a journey with a guy. Doesn't he have a title that's like the Mountain as well? Does he have a fun he is, name? He is the Mountain's brother. He's called the Hound. The Hound. Yeah, he seems cool. He, and he swears a lot. <laughs> he swears more than anybody, and he is very cool. Yes. <laughs> and fucking Mando's in this. Yep. Briefly. Yeah. Pedro he's in there Pasco. for a season. Yeah. Uh, oh, only briefly. Just for a season. He's in there like ten episodes. And he's like a warrior. He is essentially a prince who is trying to kill the mountain because the mountain killed his sister and her children. What about Jason Momoa? I know he bangs the dragon chicken marries her, but he's only in season one as well. That is correct. His name is Cadrogo, and yeah. he is the leader of horse people. He like All these people ride horses, and they ride around, and they rape and pillage and murder. Should and have been centaurs. They essentially are. <laughs> so, yeah, they uh, he comes into possession of Daenerys Targaryen, the blonde chick, and uh, in exchange, he like buys her, and he is supposed to provide an army for her brother. And he's like, I ain't taking no shit from nobody. So he does not keep up on his end of the bargain, and it goes on this whole long journey. I'm in the middle of that right now. In season one, we're about to watch the finale. Now, what's the deal with the the Targaryen? They used to be like the most powerful family, and then they like. Here we fucking go. Okay, the Targaryens. <laughs> so there's all these different families, right? No, like, don't give me any spoilers no, for House no, of no. the Dragon because I might actually want that one. Looks pretty good too. Well, you need to watch Game of Thrones to understand what's happening in House of the Dragon. You said but... I didn't have to watch Game of Thrones to understand. Well, what's I happening. continued to watch House <laughs> of the Dragon, and it turns out that like okay, so listen. So the Targaryens are a family. Every family has their own shit that's going on with them. The Targaryens are descended from an ancient bloodline where they are able to commune with dragons. Like, dragons recognize Targaryens. Targaryens are like, they have the blood of the dragon in them. So they're able to hang out with dragons and ride dragons and dragons do what they say. So... The Targaryen so that made them like the king of kings, basically. Yeah, when you have dragons on your side, that's you're pretty much sold. You're gonna be the the king. <laughs> so, Is there other magical shit like that though? Like there's dragons, yes. so yes. there should be like fucking centaurs and shit. There's not centaurs, but there is other magical shit, yes. I don't Mer uh, people? No mer people. <laughs> Actually, I mean, they hint at mer people, but they haven't shown any yet. House of the Dragon is still going, so who knows? I know there's, like, frost people, right? They are called Ice White people. Walkers, yes. But Targaryens. So these Targaryen people, they took over the country, right? And all these other families, like, swore, like, okay, we're on your team now, we promise. And everyone who didn't got wiped out. And then for 200 years, they ruled the entire continent, essentially. So they were in charge or whatever, but they were inbreeding. So then they got to the point where the king was just like a crazy person who hated everybody and wanted to watch the world burn. And then someone stabbed him in the back. And then there was a rebellion and this whole thing happened. And that's where Game of Thrones starts is like 20 years after that guy died. And no one recognizes their power anymore. Really, They wiped him out. There's only two of them left in Game of Thrones. Yeah. So, Pretty weird you'd leave any of them alive. 
Well, the two that survived actually went to a totally different continent, like way far away. So uh, their journey is coming back to the the Westeros is the country. So they're going back to Westeros to take over and resume their family lineage is the whole thing. But only because they found dragons again. Dragons went extinct. Like as ages went on, they got smaller and smaller because of magic. Like they just weren't powerful anymore. And the last ones were like the size of cats. And then once they all died off, everyone stopped believing they ever really existed. And then the Targaryen chick at the end of the first season, she comes into possession of three dragons that are babies and they grow up to be full size dragons. Hell yeah. Yeah. That does sound pretty dope. It's pretty fucking dope, dude. And I like a lot of people in the cast, so it's like, it is something I should, I just, I feel like I never have fucking time. It's a lot of TV. It's a lot I don't of know TV. how people do it. Like, I, like, Chris, Chris watches fucking everything, and I'm like, when do you have the time? I think it's because, I was thinking about this on my drive home today, I think it's because the, because we're on all these streaming services now instead of cable, and it's kind of the Wild West, and there's no, like, censorship. Mm-hmm. I can't watch the majority of the things I want to watch when my kids are awake. <laughs> yeah, so you can't watch, watch Game of Thrones around your kids. It's very limited <laughs> because there's titties and fucking F-bombs everywhere. <laughs> yeah, there's a Every lot day. of sex in Game of Thrones. Like, a lot of very graphic sex. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. I'd say maybe I'd watch... I can't, like... I'm not going to just watch an episode a week. <laughs> like, it's I'm hard watch to watch just one over a seven-year period. <laughs> yeah, like we started it three days ago, and we're on the season one finale right now, which is eight episodes. So, yeah, it's uh, it's not something. Once you start watching it, you're not going to want to stop. That's the thing. The key to watching Game of Thrones is watch it with subtitles. Even if you're not reading the subtitles, just having people's names pop up. Makes yeah. a world of difference to actually, yeah. like, catch people's names. Shows are really hard when a lot of people have made-up names. <laughs> and in Game of Thrones, a lot of them have the same name. Yeah. And there's, like, 70 different cast members. <laughs> yeah, I think each season has, like, 5 to 10 main characters. So it's yeah. just constant moving and shaking, like, what's going on with this one, that one, this one, that one. The timeline's hard to keep track of because everyone's doing different shit at different times, but yeah. they air them at the same time. That's how fucking anime gets. Most anime, there's so many characters, mm-hmm. and they all have names I've never heard before for the most part, so it's like trying to remember all of them. Like, there are ones that have more than any TV show I've ever seen in my life because no one's, like, a background character. You don't need extras. It's a cartoon. Right. Like, Bleach literally has, like, I would say 200 active characters. Now, Bleach, is that the one on the pirate ship? No, that's One Piece. I don't do, I don't fuck with One Piece. Apparently, it's great, but I've, I don't give a shit about pirates. Yeah. Like, so I don't care. Now, Bleach, I think you would really like Bleach because I feel like you're kind of in this stuff. Bleach is basically everyone, like, all, all the characters, for the most part, are grim reapers basically they're called uh soul reapers here they're called shinigami in japan um so basically we find out there's a main kid named ichigo he can see ghosts and eventually he comes into contact with this like big ghost like monster they're called hollows they have like a it's like if a ghost doesn't like resolve its unfinished business 
and like what or what like if it doesn't pass on within a certain amount of time when you're a ghost you have a chain hanging from your chest and that chain goes all the way back to your body eventually that chain breaks and when that chain breaks it event that becomes like a countdown clock to when the chain all the links go away your chain falls off and a hole opens up in your chest and when it does you're taken over by like evil basically and you turn into a big monster and you eat other souls and stop them from like going to the other world so there's these soul reapers whose job are to help those regular souls get into heaven or hell and to kill these ones that have transformed into monsters and then it just gets fucking bananas from there even though that already sounds bananas yeah right because the first season is kind of like ghostbusters like every episode he's just fighting a new monster and like sending ghosts to heaven and shit and then, like, one episode, there's a bird that has, like, a, the spirit of a little boy trapped in it. But then at the end of the first season, you find out, because, like, he saw that monster and he saved a soul reaper. So then she just, like, hung out with him. And he he got her powers. So then she was kind of stuck there powerless and had to, like, train him to do her job, basically. At the end of the first season, we find out that she is from, basically, heaven. And in heaven, it's called the Soul Society. And the Soul Society is ran by, like, the head of the Soul Reapers and then 13 houses of Soul Reapers that all have a captain. So there's thir- there's 14 total captains. I think 13? 13 captains, one being the head captain. Each of those captains each have a lieutenant. All of these people get screen time. <laughs> <laughs> and the captain and the lieutenant each have an entire squad of anywhere from two to about eight people, <laughs> all of them get screen time. And season two, him, Ichigo, and his friends, his like group of four friends, go to the Soul Society to fight basically everyone I just listed. <laughs> Soul Society sounds like a post-punk emo band. <laughs> I there I think there is a there's like a uh, melodic hair metal band called soul, soul society, society. <laughs> they sing a song called camelot <laughs> that is... gives you any uh, inclination to what type of music they play <laughs> <laughs> so is this like a modern day one i assume it is right bleach uh yeah they live in like modern day japan and the, but the soul society kind of looks like feudal japan and there is like kind of a clash structure to it like heaven isn't really heaven like there are people living in like shacks in like potato sacks basically and that's the majority of people i think it's supposed to be a commentary on the one percent because there are there's like one captain who is like there's like four royal families that live in the soul society and uh i think two of the captains are from those families and then there's one guy what is his fucking name kempachi zaraki He's a I captain. would never have guessed. <laughs> Kibachi Miles, Zaraki. he's the most badass motherfucker you've ever seen in your goddamn life. <laughs> okay. His Kampachi is the t- his title, kind of like the mountain. Mm-hmm. He is unbeatable. He's not considered the strongest or the best warrior. He's just fucking unstoppable. <laughs> okay. He's like a juggernaut. He has an eye patch on, and he hears that, like, because uh, when Ichigo come, they come to Soul Society to save that girl that he had taken her powers, because they, like, 
basically took her back and said she broke like soul society rules by doing that so when they go there and they're like intruders basically so all the everyone's on high alert for these intruders and Kampaji leaves immediately to go find him because he's like i he's strong i need to fight him like oh he just wants to battle uh like they have they all have swords and their swords can transform you have like a second like a middle stage where it transforms like kind of and it does certain things and then you have a thing called a bankai which is like your like super transformation it makes you like the strongest you can possibly be like digimon Kempachi Zaraki has none of these. <laughs> he does not believe in ass. using them because you are a fucking warrior and you are here to fight. You're not here to use tricks to win. Like it's all about bl- like his sword's all fucking broken and like beaten up and shit because you have like a spiritual bond between your weapon because you're a soul. So your your sword's not real. It's a manifestation from your own soul. So it has its own soul. So you like commune back and forth. He does not. His soul. His sword's like scared of him, <laughs> and like whimpers, because he refuses to like unlock it and use it to its full ability. <laughs> like, hmm. like you are supposed to. You're not supposed to be able to be ca- a captain if you haven't unlocked Bankai. But they made an exception for him because he's so strong. Hmm. And his, it turns out that his eye patch was made by the science division because there's like a science one of the captains like a super scientist and it has like little teeth on the inside that are constantly eating away at his spiritual pressure which is like his power level like he's so strong he needs to wear this eye patch to make him weak so that his opponent will be a challenge to him (laughs) because he needs a challenge but he's too strong he can't be challenged jesus yeah he's he's, got a regulator eye patch he has these, like, everything about him is a disadvantage for him and an advantage for his opponent because he wants to do everything possible to make this a challenge for him. Like, because fighting is entertainment. He lives for fucking blood. <laughs> like, he, he has these big, huge spikes for hair, and they all have uh, a bell at the end. That way, if he moves, you can hear him moving so he can never sneak up on you and stuff <laughs> like that. Like, everything is to try to help you out the best he can. <laughs> And how many seasons of this sh- is this show still going? No, uh, it just came back because what happens in Japan a lot is that a lot of the anime is based off of manga, which is like comic books for anyone mm-hmm. out there that doesn't know, like black and white comic books. And what happens a lot, a lot more than a lot more often than you would think, you think they learn their lesson, is Japanese television doesn't really have seasons. Because they have, like, governmental holidays for their television programs as well. Like, the gov- the TVs ran by the government, so, like, it, they haul it. Like, there's no new episodes on certain weeks because it's a government holiday or whatever. So they're always putting out content. A lot of time, they're so starved because anime is such a big deal there. And it's become this big export to the world from Japan. Is they will often start a anime adaptation of a manga before the manga is finished. Sometimes they do it right when the manga began. And then they are constantly getting caught up and have to stop. But because they can't stop production because they don't have seasons, they make what's called filler content. A lot of times, 
filler content is like one to ten episodes. With Bleach, it's half of the series. That series being 200 plus episodes. <laughs> oh, so I'm never going to watch this is what you're saying. Okay. There is like, well, there is a watch order. You can, the good thing is that the, the, the filler arcs, they're not even episodes, they're filler arcs because they would last like a year and a half at a time. There, It always starts with like at a different point in time, like this like narration. Mm-hmm. So like the filler is completely useless. You don't have to watch it. Gotcha. To make the story make sense. Because then it just jarringly jumps back into where it left off. <laughs> I gotcha. So, like, you can take out these chunks. Like, Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z's long. Dragon Ball Z has a little bit of filler. Nowhere, anywhere in the vicinity of what Bleach has. But, like, ten-ish years ago, maybe a little more now, they made a series called Dragon Ball Z Kai. Which was, and it was Dragon Ball Z, but we took out all the filler. Like, we re- we reanimated it, made it a little more modern and clean, which I didn't like. I like the hand-drawn shit. I don't like the computer-drawn shit. Um, and they took out any bit of filler whatsoever, so it made it, it makes it shorter. So there so are full w- episodes of people charging. Um, they cut down on that a little bit. There's probably, there's, there's definitely some of that in there still. No. They cut out filler like there was, like... They do, there's a bunch of, like, Dragon Ball Z movies that are, like, an hour long, like, animated movies. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a f- filler arc in between, like, when Frieza dies and the next, the androids show up, where this char- one of the characters from the movie comes in for, like, a few episodes. Mm-hmm. And then they just kill him off again. And then it's, like, and then it, they can, at least with the Dragon Ball Z ones, it makes sense. Like, it's within a break in time. It all gets wrapped up conveniently. It's usually a way to just kind of show off the new abilities that they just unlocked at the end of the last arc again. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Okay, DBZ. I was into DBZ during that period of time. So Frieza dies. Everybody goes home. Everything's cool. And then Frieza and his dad show up for a little bit. Is that what you're talking about? Uh, right before that. Technically, chronologically, and in the manga, that's what happens. In between that, they l- put in a few episodes where a character named Garlic Jr. shows up. He's this little... <laughs> he kind of looks like Piccolo, but he's very short. Okay. But he turns into this big, like, mon- like muscular monster, man. Um, and they just... They do basically the exact same thing they do in the movie. It's just set a few years later. And then they just wrap it back up the exact same way the movie ends. And then they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, Freeze is here. <laughs> gotcha. Super Saiyan 2. Yeah, like a Super Saiyan. If I, I would that would be if I had like a genie, that would be my wish. Would be to, to be, be a Super, Super Saiyan. Saiyan. Yeah, uh, yeah. Think I about it all that. the time. I remember feeling <laughs> that way. That was a long time ago. But wait, yeah. <laughs> nope. Every goddamn day. You want your hair to turn blonde and free? Yeah. To be cranky, sure. and to be fucking invulnerable to anything, and fly and shoot lasers out of my fucking hands. <laughs> Hell yes, yes I do. Hell yeah, I mean. That's how I felt. I wanted to be a Pokemon trainer so <laughs> fucking badly. I wanted Pokemon to be re- I would pray at night. <laughs> I want Pokemon to be real. Uh, it, I mean, it would be a frightening world. <laughs> it would be. Just <laughs> Pokemon all are real. Dog fights just constantly. Just You couldn't have a Pikachu. No. Like, you couldn't just have that. Like, uh, you have to be worried enough a dog would bite you. You're having to worry your fucking hamster is going to electrocute you to death. <laughs> Yeah, 
Anime's never really been my bag. Everybody, I've literally indulged a dozen people. No, Miles, you just haven't found the right one for you. Watch this. I do I've think that it. is true, though. I do think that is true. But like, because I am very, I don't watch everything. I have friends that watch everything. Shit, I can't even pronounce. Yeah. <laughs> I am very selective. I, I'm sorry. I think the most popular ones usually are the fucking best. Like, they're they're popular for a fucking reason. Like a, DBZ only, was cool when I was a kid. Pokemon was cool when I was a kid. But, like... There is more adult stuff you could get into now. Like, you would like Death Note. You like Dexter. It's basically an anime version of Dexter with a supernatural element. I watched the Netflix movie, which I know is no, a mistake. No, that's garbage. Yeah. You would like Full Metal Alchemist because I feel like that's very Dungeons and Dragons. That's all about alchemy, but in a world where alchemy is like actually works. I've been told to watch Full Metal Alchemist and My Hero Academia. They're the two that I've I gotten the most. Yeah. Most people are like, those are the ones you would want to watch, but I've watched everyone else's abstract bullshit. I think I might have started Bleach. I watched a whole season of it and was not like, I'm like, yeah. this doesn't do it for me. Yeah, I just some that are just too long. But the good thing about anime is that a lot of them, like, being long like Bleach or Dragon Ball Z or One Piece has, like, 900 episodes or something, Naruto, Jesus. all those ones. Being super long is very rare in an anime. There are usually a couple of shows going that are, but the majority of shows are made to be a certain length. Like, there are animes that are six episodes purposefully they didn't get canceled they were made to be like in lots of countries do that like the british office was only made to be a certain amount of episodes like it didn't it didn't get canceled right just most countries don't go yeah well, let's ride this to the wheels fall off <laughs> like, right right so a lot of animes you'll find are like 17 23 56 episodes they're not yeah it's not the duration it's that not is the problem mind. if i'm into it i want a thousand episodes but i'm not like I don't relate to the way they speak doesn't translate to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is different. And there's a lot of things that like, even though it's translated and stuff like that, that just doesn't land. Like there's a lot of like gestures that people make. And I'm like, that means nothing to me. Right. You know what I mean? And that's... pulling down on your eyelid and sticking your tongue out. I don't, I don't know what that means. I'm assuming it's the Japanese equivalent of flipping you off. Right. Like I, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Everyone eats rice triangles with that weird black flap on them. Like, I don't know what that is. That's seaweed. Is, black I guess. flap is seaweed. But like, it's just like, okay, together, the power of friendship brings our hearts to strength. Like, yeah, this see, means that's nothing a lot of me. like childish anime. Like, there's a lot more adult stuff that I really think you would like. I think you'd really like Cowboy Bebop. It's very music centric. Yeah. And, I, and it's really, it's a great show. And that's only like, I think, 20 episodes or something like that. It's great. It's kind of like, what is it like? It's like a lot of things all mixed together because it's like space based, but it's also kind of like a bounty hunter show. And, uh, but like eighties kind of like jazzy style. Like it's just really fun and cool. There's a Netflix adaptation of that coming. I might watch it. No, it already came out. Did it? No, it already came out and got canceled. Yeah. It looked like it was going to be good, but I think the, it, they adapted it like literally like Mm. everyone moves and acts and everything the same. It was a lose, lose situation. Cause you're either going to do that where everyone acts exactly how they're supposed to be act and you basically have a live action anime which doesn't translate 
Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? People acting and talking and moving the way they do in an anime is stupid. Right. Which is but why if I you don't change, like it. But if you change those things, Everyone people get mad. mad. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, a lot of things you can't you can't translate. Something that has come out lately that is trans- translating pretty well so far, which we won't go into spoilers with because it's new, but how good is The Last of Us? Dude, it's so good. Did you watch it? I watched I got. I had to shut it off because I had to go to bed, but I have like 15 minutes left. It's really good. I have never played the game. I've dodged spoilers for it for 12 fucking years, and I am like... I'm never like I'm not gonna have a PlayStation by the time that the spoilers will inevitably reach me, so it's yeah. like I've just been saving myself for the show is what it feels like at this point. Well, I've only played about an hour of the game because I got it on my PS4, but then I don't have a PS4 anymore for personal reasons. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this first episode is everything I've played. And a lot of it, like people say, oh, they change. Like anyone bitching about differences, it's like. Yeah, they have to fill out an episode of a television show. Like they have to add some things. <laughs> they're not changing the story, so shut the fuck up. But like that whole car scene when they're running from the house and shit, yeah, is like shot for. It looks exactly the same. Hell like yeah. The roads, the buildings they're going into, all of that looks the same. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's great. I think it's. I can't wait to see where it goes. I didn't. I. I couldn't super get into the game either because I felt like the shooting mechanic was not very good but it made it must not bother most people because it's a very popular game <laughs> that's how i felt about gears of war i could not get into yeah. gears of war because the handling was so weird but then they were just like game of the year gears of war and i'm like really yeah like you were super into far cry and i thought the shooting mechanics sucked and it's like oh it's so good. F- same with doom eternal i just got doom eternal not too long ago and i feel like the aiming system it's too hypersensitive it's like your core mechanic can't be bad. <laughs> like, that's the whole crux of the game. The Far Cries are solid in that they don't change. It's the same mechanics for all of them. And while it's different from, like, Call of Duty or whatever, it's, ugh, Far Cry is so fucking good. I got the sixth one, and I'm intentionally not playing it. I'm saving it because all the bugs are worked out and everything cool. But, like, once I start Far Cry 6, it's all I'm going to do is yeah. Far Cry 6. Like, right now, all I'm doing is Fallout 4 again. I got to level 40, and I stopped. I was like, okay, this is what I need to live my life now. Like, I got to 20, <laughs> and I had to live my life for a little bit. I got from 20 to 40. I had to live my life a little bit, and now I'm like, all right, back into it. I've been playing Fallout. Like, it's my job for the last, like, 72 hours. It's so fucking good. You ever play Fallout? <laughs> I didn't. No, definitely not my type of game. I like... I like the post-apocalyptic aspect. I don't really like... I don't know what you would call it. Kind of like retro post-apocalyptic, which I feel like is very much what that is. Yes. It's like if there was a world-ending event in the 50s or whatever. Yes, <laughs> that's what that game is. Yes. Yeah, I don't really... I feel like Bioshock was a little like that, too. Like I don't kind of like the aesthetic of like the 50s music and shit. Um, but also just kind of like an open world, but... St- even though it's a first-person shooter, it's kind of like an RPG a little bit. I don't know. It's 2,000% an RPG. Yeah. Like, I, I just don't like that. I, I watched my brother play it for a little bit, and I'm like, I don't like this. What is it called when you can, like, lock on and, like, pick how many shots you're going to do? And stuff? Yeah, I don't I don't like that at all. If it, was just a, if it was just a straight-up first-person shooter, I'd be like, yeah. 
But even then, something something about it's just I don't know. It's just not for me, I guess. Yeah, it doesn't have to be, but it's the greatest game that's ever been made. So like, <laughs> it's it's not for everybody, but that's fine. But it's the greatest game that's ever been made. So I'm gonna like I I'm not a tattoo man myself. I've never been like I want to brand myself with something. But I think I what, got tattoos. I know you do. We'll talk about it in a second. <laughs> uh, the only tattoo I've been kicking around getting is there's like a mascot for Fallout called the Vault Boy. And he's yep. always putting his thumb up. I'm thinking about getting him wearing a Skyrim helmet because Skyrim is made by the same company. <laughs> That'd and, be fun. And uh, I worked for the company that made both of those games for a very brief stint. And I was like, all right, let's do this. And then I got fired. And I'm like, ah, fuck this company. But now I'm back. So... You should get that whole giant wrist thing tattooed on your forearm. <laughs> what yeah, is right. that thing called? The, the Pip-Boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, I've thought about it, but I just, I'm not a big tattoo guy myself, but you have all kinds of tattoos, right? I do, yeah. I have a, f- I have, I have a few. I'm not super filled out. I'm getting to the point where I have so much kind of random stuff that I should, like, make s- sleeves out of them to kind of tie it all together. And I don't know that I would do that on both arms, but I feel like I might do it or at least, like, a half a sleeve on one of my arms. Because I have, like, kind of a nerdy one like kind of like pop culture nerdy arm <laughs> and then just a bunch of like random shit a lot of names i have my grandparents names i have my kids names i have a pineapple that i need to get covered up for personal reasons <laughs> it's because you didn't know you didn't know what pineapple means <laughs> no surprisingly it's not for that reason at all but yeah i mean that's just another reason no i got it with the ex-girlfriend she has the exact same pineapple so that that needs to go. Just don't go to a <laughs> swingers resort until you get that fixed, yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, no Caribbean cruises for me. <laughs> Audience, if you don't know, don't do that. Don't don't get a pineapple yeah, tattoo pineapple. unless you want something somewhere. I've been asked. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I have I have tattoos, and I have tattoos I want to get. I want to get. Um, speaking of bleach, bleach. Uh, like I said, the bad guys in Bleach are called Hollows. Eventually, we learn that Ichigo, the main character, has like a hollow side. Oh. So he gets this like cool. All the Hollows have like a skeleton kind of mask. Gotcha. That you have to break that mask to kill them, basically. And Ichigo, eventually, he gets like a mask. It kind of like starts to take over his body and shit. And then he's, he gets a little bit of control over it, but he never really gets, like, 100% control over it. And sometimes it takes over, and he turns into this, like, fucking monster, and it's awesome. <laughs> Heartless Sora kind of action. Yeah, I played the so, Kingdom Hearts. And there is an image, because one time he just wakes up with it, and it's just on his face. It's not doing anything. It's not taking over. His, it's not even unlocked any of his power. It just happens to be there. And he just hits himself in the head with, like, the butt of his sword and, like, cracks the mask and it falls down. I want to get that tattooed with it cracked. And because I I have an Autobot tattoo, so I want to get it, like, lower on my arm and then have, like, smoke coming out of the crack in the mouth and coming up over my shoulder. Like, so all the way up my arm to cover up most of that. But then I want, like, specific images kind of left out of the smoke to make it look like you know like when smoke waves mm-hmm. sometimes you can see like a circle of shit i want to do that but then get like kind of like little simple images that i like like the star from mario or you know 
the Triforce or the Green Lantern symbol or something like that and just have those like left out of the smoke to make it look like it's just part of the smoke. Green Lantern, huh? Yeah. I love I love so much different nerdy shit that I would like a tattoo that kind of represents it. Represents all of that. I want to get a I'd want to get a Dragon Ball Z tattoo. I'm not much for like actual characters. I love Vegeta. He's my favorite character from anything. And I feel like, oh, I could get a tattoo of him on the back of my leg. But, like, I don't, I just don't know if I want somebody's face. <laughs> yeah. So, I think I'm much more into, like, symbols, stuff like that. And there's, like, I think I might get, like, a rib tattoo of, like, different anime symbols. Because there's, like, a, there's a symbol from Full Metal Alchemist that's, like, a cross with, like, a whole bunch of, like, shit on it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You would probably know. I think I know what you're talking about just hearing that. It has like a snake and shit. Vegeta, even though it's very rarely seen, he does have like a symbol because he is the prince of his people. Mm -hmm. His father was the king. There, there is, and their planet was called Vegeta. They're they're not sociopaths. (laughs) (laughs) King Vegeta, Prince Vegeta for the planet Vegeta. (laughs) Um, But they have like a royal crest. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty cool looking logo. You just don't see it very often. So I was thinking about getting that. Yeah, I when I was young, I wanted a tattoo. When I was a manager of a restaurant, I want I got a lot of stupid people ask me stupid questions. Like that's the nature of working in restaurants. There are stupid people among you. And um I got I wanted to get a little gingerbread man on the tip of my pinky. Kind of like uh, <laughs> there's an episode of Dexter's Lab where they do that. Yeah, I've seen that before. The, yeah, the cross. cross with the snake and the crown and the wings. Yeah. So I wanted to get this little gingerbread man on the tip of my pinky. And then whenever people would ask me something stupid, I wanted to hold my pinky up and be like, ask the gingerbread man, what do you think <laughs> he's going to say? And then that, if they, that seems like something you would do. <laughs> yeah, if I was in it, I'm not as much of an asshole now as I used to be. But yeah, that would have been my thing. Like, well, what do you think the gingerbread man would say? And then enough people would learn a lesson pretty quickly that that would be the only punchline needed. But I would give them a sarcastic and shitty answer. And that's no way to live your life. So I never did that. <laughs> so, yeah, but that was the only other tattoo I ever thought about getting was either the Fallout guy with the Skyrim helmet or the Gingerbread Man. Yeah. The people who get I... dinosaurs on, like, the edges of their, finger, if their fingers or, like, mustaches and shit, those are pretty cool, though. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Kind of hard to hide. And also... I just assume that a finger has to hurt so much. <laughs> I imagine so, yeah. Like, tattoos don't tickle people. If you don't have a tattoo, like, if you think it's going to be painless, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not the worst fucking pain in the world. It, the best description I've ever heard is the, that kind of, like, burning sensation you have right after you get, like, a cat scratch. It's yeah. kind of like that the whole time. Because the needle gets hot from friction. Like, mm-hmm. that fucker is moving. <laughs> yeah. My sister, but I mean, it's, it's not unbearable. Sometimes you just have to go a little bit, and then, but you're fine. My sister is terrified of needles. Anything that reminds her of her mortality, whether it's blood or feeling her heartbeat, whatever, it will make her faint. She has a sleeve, so if yeah. she can get a sleeve, anyone can get a sleeve. But well, it is weird how it feels different for different people too, and like how locations feel different for different people. Like these wrist tattoos that I have on the bottoms of my wrists. 
These hurt like a motherfucker. I believe it. I felt every single bit of these and had to really fucking breathe through it. I've had other people that were like, oh, no, that was nothing. My inner arm was the worst. And my inner arm, the first inner arm one I got, I thought that's the worst it can get. Because my outer, my 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 shoulders, they didn't hurt really very much at all. But the inner arm, because it's so soft, it's yeah. fucking like, I was like, that fucking hurt. These wrists were worse. And I had them both done at the same time, which was a mistake. Because <laughs> then Oof. I couldn't, like, sleep. <laughs> like, <laughs> you have to hold them up by your face. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> I sleep on my side. And I'm getting fucking, like, you had to, like, put shit on, like, Vaseline, basically, on them afterwards. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, touching your face while you're trying to sleep. So gross. That sounds terrible. Yeah, like... The only thing I can relate it to is something you didn't want to talk about, and I won't go too deep into it, but, like, <laughs> you, you pop a zit on your shoulder. It's It hurts, but it's not, like, anything crazy. But you get one, like, between your arm and, like, on your side, like, where your arms meet your side. That shit is so tender and horrible. Like, I can't imagine getting tattooed there. That must suck so bad. Yeah. You ever get, like, a giant... You just, like, find a giant pimple, and you're like... How the fuck did you get there? <laughs> like, yes. like I don't. I feel like I would have seen you yesterday. <laughs> like, oh man. Well, I'm gonna spare everybody my my zit talk because I have so much. Like, I just I popped a zit the other day that I think I'm gonna remember for the rest of my life. So Jesus. like, sometimes they're so satisfying, you know. Like some, it's like it didn't hurt till you touched it. Oh shit, that hurt. And you squeeze it, and then just fucking erupts like a volcano, and you're like, whoa, I didn't realize that hurt until it doesn't hurt anymore. Like, that shit yeah, is- I'm a very big advocate of popping pimples. Some people don't fucking do it. Some doctors will say, like, oh, no, just leave it alone. But it's like, it's that way because you have something in your skin that's not supposed to fucking be there. It's like, an infection. Your body, your body is fighting something that way. <laughs> like, Yeah. Like, especially, like, inner thigh pimples. Oh, my God. You squeeze those, and it's, like, it just erupts. It's so gnarly. But, like, blackheads are so satisfying, too. Like, you can, you squeeze it, and it's just, like, a little hat on a piece of rice as it comes out. And just watching it come out, it's like, oh, that was great. But, yeah. I would like to get my nose, like, cleaned out. Like, I have very big pores on my nose now from, like, working in a restaurant and shit. Because there's grease in the air and everything else. Mm. Like, if I don't start taking care of this i'm gonna be one of those old men with like a fucking like tomato nose that has all the fucking like giant lumps in it and shit i don't want that nah you, i mean get a facial man they're like 30 bucks yeah that's what they do that's they all just, though that's that, all they do for 30 dollars i mean they'll they'll clean out all your pores and shit for you put nice moisturizer yeah. on try and well, sell they you shrink. some shit my thing is it's like it's gonna be a process this is not a one and done thing because no. they're like the pores are so big like i'm gonna have to have them cleaned out numerous times and then like you have to put like a cold compress on there afterwards to like try to shrink them down yeah what they do is stretched out they'll squeeze it all out they squeeze all that shit out they put a nice thing on you and then they'll like hit you with a vacuum and they suck everything out that just got like pulled out and then they put like moisturizers and shit to make your pores shrink so like they they do that where you go for that like a nail salon they you can i think uh, some nail salons you have to go to like a spa spas are really where you want to go and some like dermatology offices will offer things like that at a reasonable price too and then you have like a legitimate medical professional doing it yeah i was told i was getting a spa day with my dad and my two stepbrothers for christmas 
But then when Christmas come, me and my one stepbrother got tickets to go to wrestling, and my dad and my other stepbrother got spa day, and I was like, this is not what I was told. <laughs> <laughs> one sounds like a relaxing day in town where I get pampered and rubbed. The other sounds like a all-day commitment where I have to travel two hours one way. <laughs> and watch sweaty men roll over each other. Like, I'm, like, I like wrestling and shit, but it's, like, Boston's so far away. It's, like, it's not, like, relatively far away for, you know, the fact that I live where there isn't really anything, so a 90-minute drive. But it's just, like, for me to travel anywhere, it just turns into an all-day event. Mm -hmm. Like, if I come to see you, even if I fly, Miles lives in Pennsylvania, I live in New Hampshire, which, if you don't know where New Hampshire is, is right above Massachusetts. North. So it's about it's about 400 miles from my house to his house. The flight, though, from my house, if my closest airport would be like 45 minutes if I didn't go to Boston. Even if I went to Boston, the flight isn't that different in time. <laughs> it's only, it's mm -hmm. only about a five-minute difference. Um, that flight is a little over an hour. Even just for an hour flight. It, that's about seven hours worth of travel, at least, because <laughs> I have to get I have to go to the airport, which is either forty five minutes or ninety minutes away. I have to be there two hours early, <laughs> at least, to go through security, then wait, and then fly for an hour. And then the closest airport to you is an hour and a half away from your house. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> so much, yeah. So then it's arrive, take the time to get out of the airport, and then sit in a car for another hour and forty five minutes. <laughs> There's an airport that's 45 minutes from my house, but it costs twice as much to land there. So Yeah, get your shit together, Harrisburg. Yeah, fucking Harrisburg. But, yeah, fucking travel sucks, dude. I drove to your place once, and I will never do it again. And an Yeah, hour. I drove to your place once, and it, uh, I had the same feeling. The, yeah. the, the, the way home wasn't as bad for some reason, but the way there, man, it took all fucking day. Dude, I missed one turn going to your house. It added 45 minutes to my travel, and I was like, why am I in Derry right now? This is where all of Stephen King's novels take place. I don't like this. No, you're in a different Derry. Yeah, I've lived in that Derry. You're in Derry, New Hampshire. Yeah, he he's from Derry, Maine, which isn't that far away. It's, it's the same geographic location, basically. <laughs> terrifying. Regardless, terrifying. The Tommy Knockers are coming. I'm going to fight Church the Cat. I didn't need any of that <laughs> shit in my life. Leave Pennywise out of my travels. Anyway, did I tell you I'm about to have a fourth dog in my tiny house? Oh, no. Yep. Yep. My sister had a baby not terribly long ago. And, yep. uh, Jesus. Cute baby. Cute baby, for sure. But, uh, her baby is fussy, so she doesn't like to sleep. And then she has a dog that's all the breeds of dogs that are, like, bred to be alarm dogs put together into one dog so he just barks constantly and she's like i'm either going to kill this dog or put the dog up for for someone to take him away and i was like well the dog's 15 years old he's not going to survive the heartbreak of not being in the family anymore so it was either let this dog die in a stranger's arms or take him in so i'm going to have a fourth dog Miles. <laughs> I know, but he technically is my dog anyway. I adopted him, and I didn't have anywhere to go with him, so I just dumped him off on my sister. So now he's coming to end his life with me, I suppose. You take too much on, my friend. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> Jesus. You're not wrong. 
I can't I can't believe you don't have accidental babies. <laughs> Who's to say I don't? I don't <laughs> mistakes have been made with the casual sex situation. Just accidental kidding. babies is a great song by a man named Damien Rice. Have you, do you know Damien Rice? I don't know Damien Rice. He's kind of like a uh I don't even know what type of music you would say he makes, but it's good shit. He, I think he's Irish. Yeah. And uh yeah, he has a song called Accidental Babies, which is all about like I'm in love with this person, but we're just kind of like fuck buddies or we like we used to be together and now we're fuck buddies again even though like we used to be madly in love with each other and it's like we need to stop doing this and move on with our lives before we have accidental babies. <laughs> Interesting. Do you have any accidental babies on that that note? No, no, no. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty fine. Dude, I'm old enough now. (laughs) Any accidental babies I had would be fucking almost adults. Jesus. Yeah, I'm old. (laughs) I mean, I'm not that much younger than you, but yeah. Yeah, you're getting pretty old too. (laughs) But I'm I'm like 94% certain I don't. So there's a 6% window in there, but otherwise. I would have heard about it. I like I said, I fucking live in the middle of nowhere. It's not like anyone I know goes anywhere. They just disappear from your life. Bro, did you hear about that? I'm fertility not hard doctor? to track down though. <laughs> There's a fertility doctor in the eighties who uh people would give their sperm samples or whatever and these women would be like, I'm looking for this and they'd pick out a donor and he would just give them his sperm. So he has <laughs> like twenty illegitimate kids that they know about, all from like the same town. So they have to like be very cautious about their partners. They and sleep like, with and shit. <laughs> yeah, because they could end up with a sibling if they. He's stay a little in that mini town. Genghis Khan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, he's. They talked about like, how, what kind of repercussions that would have, but the statute of limitations is closed as far as rape and stuff. So like, it's just he got away with it. He just made a bunch of kids, even though he said that it was other people's kids. That's crazy. It's so funny. I was, I literally was thinking about this in the shower this morning. I rarely have like shower thoughts because shower is my time just to wake up. <laughs> and also, I'm usually busy being like, I got to get out of here and make fucking lunges for my kids' school. <laughs> yeah. Um, but once in a while, I have time to fuck contemplate in the shower. And this morning, I thought about how, how weird it is, it, it is that not only like societally, but like, emotionally and like from your soul and shit that like having sex is like an emotional experience and like it can make you feel very like one with your partner and stuff like that and it can be like a very like emotional and powerful thing to do but on a like cellular level we are doing that just to ensure the future of our own DNA. Like the bare basic desire to do that in man or woman in your brain. Because the deeper you go into your brain, the more you are like devolving. Mm-hmm. So like certain signals you get from like the outer layer of your brain because it's not very, you know, it's like it's not a complex thing. But like these deep primal survival skills of a like carbon-based life form basically is mm. to continue to pass on your genetic makeup. Right. So like tech, like the person with the most illegitimate children in the world on a like 
evolutionary level is the most successful person on the planet. Right. Like they guaranteed that their life is not going extinct, basically. It's so weird that like it's evolved from that to <laughs> you know, like a relationship love thing or even like and the fact that like you you don't have children just to have kids like you have kids because you want children and you love them and all this like you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i like looking at like evolution through that type of lens that makes it like so much like deeper <laughs> like, like even though it's already a very complex thing <laughs> i took a biology class in college and the teacher like started the class one day as who is the most successful like person that exists and he ended up pulling uh, people are guessing like jeff bezos whatever is before bezos was king but yeah they uh we were like who could it be who could it be bill gates whatever no he pulled up a f- uh like uh what a powerpoint first powerpoint was the duggars john and kate plus eight and then a bunch of other ones after that <laughs> like they were like these are the most successful people on the planet because they just continuously reproduce and push their dna forward and then that eventually turned into like uh animals that mate for life that doesn't feel like it's all about genes it's like you are locked into something but then there's other animals that mate once and they die like praying mantises are a perfect example they have two brains one in their head and one in their torso because the female when they're reproducing will eat the male's head but it needs to still keep reproducing so it can survive with the second brain to keep reproducing. Like, yeah. it's literally the design of life is to produce more life like you. Like, I want one that also has curly hair and an alcohol problem. Like, it, it's so crazy to me that that is the reality of existence is pushing the the stuff that made you you. You want to make someone else feel the same way. Yeah. Well, it's also like... We we are pack animals, like human beings are pack animals. Yes, yeah. like it's lone wolves, both in the wild and in human life, they don't often strive. Like you know what I mean? Because yeah. like from every single aspect, like the the bare bones of what being a pack animal is, like pack of wolves it's easier to survive because there's so many of them they can take down large animals and like do everything and protect each other and look out for each other while they're sleeping and shit like that like they keep each other alive we do that more in like a like resources type of way you know what i mean at least we used to now like you grow up and you're an adult and you go off and you make your own little family like but back in the day it was like no motherfucker we got to build a farm right. so <laughs> let's have six kids so then there's eight of us working this motherfucker and yeah. we can actually <laughs> survive <laughs> yeah my grandma is the youngest of i think 12 yeah, my mom has 14 brothers and sisters. Jesus. Yeah. And, and only w- only one of them's a girl. So there's two girls and 12 boys. <laughs> and everyone's worried about this doctor that's out here reproducing with people. Everyone should be looking at DNA before they start putting it in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, I don't know, sex has kind of evolved beyond that even is that like it's something we do for pleasure because 
if sex yeah, it's like a recreational activity <laughs> right like if sex wasn't fun and felt good we wouldn't have people well ha- has it always been that way like or have we kind of crafted this in society out of like literature and now like films and television like is romance or, or like even like the romantic thought of your partner and stuff like that and vice versa is that inherent and natural or have we kind of created that out of like fairy tale and entertainment you know what i mean like but that stuff like those things have existed for so long now it's hard it would be hard to kind of figure that out <laughs> you know what i mean i mean I see what you're saying, but I do think that humans are hardwired for monogamy overall. Like, yeah, but I mean, monogamy just from a sexual standpoint is not a very complicated thing. You know what I mean? You can be monogamous and treat your partner like shit. You know what I mean? Like, and not be romantic or like loving or anything like that. Like, I doubt cavemen were fucking, you know trying to woo their <laughs> partners you know what I, mean? I don't know man i watch primal i know how that goes it's just one man <laughs> one woman their kids that's that's how it is it's that's how it's supposed to be <laughs> no but the like there's but a i reason. just mean like do do we feel like the feeling that we have to give romance and show like pure love i guess i understand like as a parent i understand that being just a natural feeling because i feel that way for my children like i'm like i feel compelled to love them because i love them you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like i show them love i show them affection and make them feel appreciated and known that they're cared for and that like they mean a lot to me like is that inherent for couples or is that something like because that is different because you that's why i keep saying romance like you add that romance to love you know what i mean because you have you have romantic feelings for this person as well as true like unadulterated love and care like but have we as a have we as society because of things like entertainment whether it be books or movies or whatever that has been such a natural thing that we read is like that people fantasize for people fantasize to be like in love stories and stuff you know the the way i want to be a fucking super saiyan (laughs) (laughs) women all over the world want to be on a goddamn pirate ship being felt up by fabio (laughs) (laughs) i mean i can i see your argument that that is it's like art i don't know if it's true i don't know if it's true i'm asking you do you no, think well, there's I see any how that could be true i do i could see how that could be true but i also like i know a lot about animals and like birds they have beautiful plumage or whatever to attract a mate but it's not the plumage that does it they do a stupid little dance you know like oh left right left right so like is but they romance... are also doing that that is a mating call they are doing that to mate. They're yeah. not doing it to make sure girl bird helps with the fucking dishes on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> well, like some of them is just to mate. Some of them is to mate for life. 
So, like, is our version of romance a way to keep our mate for life? Like, it, I think there is some sort of biological design to romance. I don't think or it's just is it, a construct of society. is it fucking everything up? That's why I feel like it might be this construct, because it's like, life gets in the way from doing shit sometimes. But couples start to resent one another if they start to show a lack of these things. Not that you shouldn't put in an effort. I am a fucking, like, hardcore old romantic. Like, if you are my lady, I will spoil the fuck out of you. <laughs> like, I've done fucking love scavenger hunts where I fucking drew a map of my apartment where I had hidden fucking <laughs> nice little romantic goodies all over the fucking place. There was a map. My couch was on there. <laughs> yeah. Fucking candle lit bubble baths and all that shit i do all that shit <laughs> yeah like, i like to pamper my lady <laughs> it also feels nice to do it though like yeah you're saying like it feels nice to do it and i do think that's a as much a biological thing as a social construct that we are meant to show affection because people who don't show affection are sociopaths by definition so like that's an abnormal but person we also see a lot of really nice people with non-affectionate assholes <laughs> that treat them like shit. Yeah, like parents. And it's like, <laughs> did what did did they just turn it on for a second to hook you? I mean, uh, that's... And then you couldn't get out? Like, I mean, these people you see fl- snap on the drop of a dime, <laughs> but they're with this fucking, like, angel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been in those relationships where I am not the one who snaps on the top of a dime, but, you know, uh, hold on, let me look it up. Altruism. Altruism is defined as the belief in or practice of disinterest and self-concern for the well-being of others, which is, like, the derivative, like, this is what parenthood is, is altruism. The kid isn't doing anything for you. They're not, there's no repay here. There's no res, like return of affection for a while, at least. It's just, okay, this is something that I adore so much, I'm willing to sacrifice anything to make them happy and keep them alive. That's altruism, and that is in all life. There is some degree of altruism, except for like things that eat their babies. Those things are weird. But like, I, I do think that's a biological construct that we, as a species, especially as mammals, we feel like, okay, this thing needs my affection. I'll pour it onto it, whether it's a, a child or my mate or whatever. I feel like I need to make this thing whole and make it complete. And by doing that, I will sacrifice what it takes for me to do that. And that is who I am as a human being, as I do that for everybody. And it's a terrible idea. I don't recommend my lifestyle to anybody. Yeah, but I don't feel like, like, clearly, like, we we are, as a species, are a massive step above everything else on the planet. Yes. But, like, so, like, not surprisingly, but I don't feel like, like, animals, I feel like we just think animals are cute, so we think they're showing each other affection when they're just kind of taking care of each other. You know what I mean? I guess. I don't know. I think I disagree like, with you. I think love is such a complex emotion that it is, I don't, but I mean, then sometimes you do see it. I've seen some videos of fucking like chimpanzees seeing the dude that used to take care of them for 30 years and they hugging shit. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, but like, I just don't think most animals. You know, I mean, I don't think a chipmunk is like. God damn, I love this chipmunk baby. <laughs> I don't know. I saw once. I saw a video of a snake eating the last of a brood of baby bunnies, and the mama bunny came out. And even though the baby bunnies were dead, Mama Bunny got real mad and killed the snake. It grabbed it by the neck and beat it with its hind legs until it was dead. So, like, there's definitely some degree of love there. Like, if you have a bunch of mice in a cage and a snake eats one of the mice, the other mice scream, not necessarily because, <laughs> oh, we're next, but it's because, there goes Larry, oh my god! I did not expect you to say scream. <laughs> yeah, they do, they scream. They're like, holy fuck! Yeah, it's like the animals are absolutely societal creatures and pack animals as well, whether or not like mice typically live solitary lives, but you get a bunch of them together, they're like, what's up, Jim? Hey, Terry. And then one of them gets eaten by a snake. Like, he had a family. Fuck, Jim, no. <laughs> Jim, your kids needed you. <laughs> yeah. So I do, I do think that there is love among other animals too. Like you ever own a dog? Those things love you. It's not because you're like salty when they lick you and that you feed them they love you because they love you you know that's true i've never had a dog that i actually like bonded with because a lot of like a lot of the pets we had growing up were like very short-term things like it never panned out like my parents would get us pets knowing we couldn't have a pet and then it would be like well we can't have the pet anymore and it's like yeah no shit we weren't supposed to have the pet to begin with (laughs) damn yeah that's so yeah i've never the closest I had was Hank, the podcast cat. Fuck, oh, God, I love that cat. <laughs> he was such a good boy. He was taken from me, people. He was taken. Yeah. Technically bitch. because he wasn't mine, but... <laughs> but he was your cat. But he wasn't yeah. your cat, but he was your I cat. I bought this cat from my ex, but when I picked him up, this motherfucker imprinted on me, and then I raised him like a dog, basically, and he was <laughs> the best cat in the fucking world. <laughs> He would just, he would come when I call him, we'd play fetch, he'd fucking always hang around me, he was excited every time I came home, only to see me. (laughs) (laughs) I've, I grew up in a fucking zoo, man, like, we always had just a ton of animals, and yeah, like, even cats that act like they don't like each other that much, when the sun goes down, everyone's in the house, chilling, they'll like, wrap their arms around each other and lick each other's ears and shit, like, that's how you know that they're feeling affection for each other, it's like, mmm, earwax, delicious. Yeah. Yeah, we moved around a lot, so it was always like new places, new rules type of things. Mm-hmm. And just like, I remember when I was little, little, I was probably like three. We got a dog for like three days, and it fucking like scratched the mailman, and then there, there goes the dog, because we weren't supposed to have the dog. <laughs> mm. But my parents were like, fuck it, we want to get our kids a dog. I'm like, okay. Like, <laughs> this is why we're living in a shitty neighborhood. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I've. I've lived majority of my life with more than one dog. Majority of my life I've had more than one dog. Yeah. And more than one cat. So I've always had just, like, a ton of animals. Everyone, like, does their own thing, but now and then they break off from the group and come and hang out with you alone. Like, hey, how's it going? We're cool, right? All right. Like, yeah. We had a cat that was infatuated, absolutely in love with my stepdad. And when my stepdad would show affection towards my mom... The cat would go and piss on his pillow. Damn. Yeah, that cat was just like, nah, man, you don't get to cheat on me like that. Fuck you. And would go and piss on his pillow. Didn't do that for anybody else. It was like, it was cool with everybody, but it was so in love with him that he couldn't, like, if he gave his attention to anyone else, the cat would be like, you know what? 
you're sleeping in wet tonight. Fuck you. Yeah. I did get a dog for my birthday when I was like 17, which was dope, but it was also like most apartments up here don't let you have a dog, especially this was like a big dog. This what was kind of a, dog you know, was it? It was a coon hound. Oh, shit. That's a big dog. So they're pretty tall and uh, not very like heavy. I used to pick her up and shit, but it's a big dog. And when she moved around, it made a lot of fucking noise. Or, like, when she'd jump on my bed and kick me off the fucking bed. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, you got me a dog. A giant dog for my birthday a year before I'm supposed to move out. Like, I'm not going to be able to take this dog with me. (laughs) I'm never going to find a place that'll let me have a fucking dog that I can afford. And uh, I feel like it got to the point where sometimes my parents were like, well, this is supposed to be your dog. And I'm like... Okay, yeah, but I'm 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 17. I have yeah. things I have to do. I have a job. I have school. <laughs> I'm like I have a girlfriend. Yeah, like this would have been great six years ago. <laughs> I was a little kid, but it is. I I sound like I'm shitting on it. It was it was. I mean, I always wanted a dog at that point, so like it was cool to get it as a gift and shit. It just afterwards, I was like. Man, I'm only gonna have this dog for a little while. <laughs> like, so then uh, a lady I worked with, she lived on a farm, and she was like, "I need a new dog," and I was like, "Oh, fuck yeah! At least she'll have more space and stuff." Because we lived like in the town, like on the main road, so like we didn't have a huge yard. Mm-hmm. So like, I was like, "Fuck yeah, she can live on a farm and run around all day long." <laughs> like, she was a good dog. I liked her. She was just, she was big, and she was especially big for the house we lived in. We did not live in an enormous house, and there were six of us. <laughs> Jesus. I hate that thing, though, where they're like, oh, they didn't get put down. They went to a farm. And yeah, it's like, yeah, mm. no, it wasn't like that. <laughs> I live in the middle of nowhere where there's lots of farmland. This lady, I've been to her house. She lives on a farm. <laughs> and she, like, like even, because the dog was pretty young when I got it. It wasn't a puppy, but it wasn't old. And, like, nine years after I gave it to her, she messaged me on Facebook, and we don't talk, like, at all. And was like, oh, I just wanted to let you know that... The, that the dog died but she had a long life and was always happy and i was like oh that's so nice thank you for reaching out yeah when you adopt a pet it is like okay in a few years there's going to be a tremendous tragedy in your life and it's going to be hard if you have like basically a mammal like lizards people who pretend they have an emotional connection to a lizard doesn't understand what a lizard is you know <laughs> yeah like yeah oh my spider is so silly it's a spider. It's not it's your tarantula. It does not have emotions towards you. It is kill the mouse. Mouse is dead. Yum, mouse. Like, that's all that the tarantula has to think about. It's yeah. not like, boy, this. It, I'm really glad that you put me on your shirt right now to scare everybody at the party. Like, sh- spiders don't give a shit about that. You do. Yeah. Also, with animals, especially like a, a dog and even a cat can be, like, they can be very expensive. Yeah. Not, not not just getting them. Getting them, like, you never see dogs for free anymore. When I was a kid, you see puppies for free all the fucking time. Um, but now even, like, an adopting a dog is fucking hundreds of dollars. Yeah. From the fucking Humane Society. And they want to do, like, house visits to make sure the dog's living well and shit. And it's like, I'm taking this thing off your hands. Mm. <laughs> like, what the fuck? It's either you give it's it to me or This it is dies. like adopting a prisoner. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Like, this motherfucker was on death row, and I saved his life. <laughs> we, but it's uh, like, I could not, if I had a dog or a cat, like, I have two kids. 
I couldn't be like, oh yeah, you know, the dog's fucking spleen ruptured and it needs a five thousand dollar surgery or something. I'd be like, I don't know, five thousand dollars. Dead dog is what that is. Yeah, yeah. And it's like yeah, it's cheaper to have them put down, which is so sad. Yeah, yeah, pets are tough, man. I'm about to have a fucking another one. I love if I didn't love the dog, it would be different. Like I would be like, no way, Jose. But I'm, I've lived with this dog on many occasions. I love the dog. He's a good boy. He's just yeah. an asshole. He just barks for no reason. But you know who else barks for no reason? My mom's dogs. So it's the, no different, really, other than how just, big is this dog? Is this dog in danger one. of being around this fucking? What's your mom have? Like a Rottweiler or something? My mom has two pit bulls. I have yeah. a uh, a border collie mixed with a retriever. So she's like the height of a retriever, colored like a border collie with the por- personality of one. She's and the then, best fucking dog in the world, is what she is. Fucking love that dog. dog. She's the best dog <laughs> she's, in the world. I she's love my shit. Dog. She's the best in the world. Um, but then, uh, then there's Baxter, is his name, and he's just this hairy, like he's got these wiry hairs, and he has a mohawk, and uh, he's he's super cool unless he hears a sound, and when th- he hears a sound, he barks. And I happen to live in the city where there are lots of sounds. Yeah. So hopefully he won't be the worst dog ever, but. My sister being like, I can't raise a baby with this happening constantly. Every time she goes to sleep, she gets woken up. I can't handle this anymore. I get it. So why don't she get him? Why he just get her like a shock collar? He I mean, doesn't I guess because she's old. Yeah, he doesn't respond. We've gotten him bark collars, and he just like barks. Crank that fucker up. <laughs> he, just, he whimpers constantly because he's afraid he's gonna get shocked for barking. So it goes from being like one shrill shock to constant noise. So, you know what I have now that seems to work really well, and they seem like they're like, oh shit, and run away, my dad's dogs. It's like a flashlight, but it has a laser dot in the middle, and it like strobe lights at them. But I also think it might emit a frequency that we can't hear, mm-hmm. because they do not fucking like it. <laughs> like, when these dogs are, they're, they they have such a hard time listening, because they, they just were not trained well. So, like, this is, like, a multi-leveled house. So, like, the dining room and, like, one bedroom and the bathroom are, like, up here. And then there's, like, two steps down to the big living room. And then there's, like, five steps down to the finished basement where I live. And then there's also an upstairs. The dogs go outside in the kitchen dining room area. When they come back in, every time they do anything, these people give them a treat. (laughs) Mm. So when I let them out and back in, they come in and think they're getting. A, I'm like, I'm not giving you a cookie for fucking going to the bathroom. You're supposed to go to the bathroom, right? <laughs> like, like, like they get cookies because my parents came home, <laughs> right? Yeah, those <laughs> like, kind of dogs. Yeah. Hooray for you! I'm home. <laughs> Here's mm. some dessert. It's like they don't love you. They love the snacks, right? But like, so they'll the big the big one, the big basset hound. He's so fat and just. If he doesn't want to do something, he just falls over <laughs> because he's too heavy to pick up. <laughs> like, and he's so like oblong that if you move him at all, he'll like yelp because he doesn't like being moved because he's so fat. Um, <laughs> he likes to procrastinate. He won't go downstairs back to like his toys and to lay down and stuff. So, but now we have that flashlight thing, and I fuck. And now I get even just pick it up, and he's like, "Oh shit, <laughs> he's for real. He's got the laser done." <laughs> What my uh, at my when I was a kid, my dad and my stepmom, what they did was hacky sacks were king in the nineties, 
And yeah. uh, so I what remember. they did was they took... I remember well. Yeah, you do. <laughs> what they did was they took one of my brother's hacky sacks, stepbrother, and they cut it open and they put it in a Pepsi can and then they duct taped the Pepsi can closed. Every time shake the dogs right. were doing something stupid, they would shake that shit at them and the dogs were like, no, the sacred sounds. And they would just take <laughs> off and hide underneath couches and shit. And I'm like, I think it might be time to bring back the 90s Pepsi can if this dog yeah. doesn't chill the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah, let me know if it works. That'd be dope. If yeah. it doesn't, I'll send you the fucking Amazon link for this flashlight taser <laughs> yeah. or whatever. I will happily take the flashlight taser laser beam. <laughs> Just emits in dog. Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Big one doesn't like it. That's all that matters. <sighs> yeah. Well, this has been fun, man. This is a good little hanging with the homies time. Hell yeah. We covered the gambit. We talked about anime and Game of Thrones and sex and DNA. Yeah, we talked about a lot. Yeah, we talked about dogs. There's a long time we talked about fucking dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Not fucking dogs. (laughs) No, leave the comma out of this, bro. (laughs) 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 Fucking dogs. That's what we want. (laughs) That's what we came here to do. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) <laughs> so this is why we record our conversations because this would have been the same without a microphone rolling <laughs> yeah so. yep this is what normal facetime is like for us we usually <laughs> hang out for a little over an hour and then we we can say good evening <laughs> <laughs> but yeah this is fun this has been hanging with the homies on four nerds by nerds we'll see you later <laughs> <laughs> toodaloo motherfuckers <laughs>